The following is an episode of The Bachelorette, written by a bot who spent way too much time watching The Bachelor. And now, Batch Beer and Bots, written by Keaton Patty. Exterior, unmarried mansion, the host, a floating suit that speaks standing outside with The Bachelorette, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Hannah is a girl of men's dreams, blonde and nearby. I can smell the big boys. They want your heart to pump them with craft beer. That is the goal of love. Man one enters. His body is square. His head is just jaw. Hello, my name is Torchomp. For work, I am bus. Catholic style. Good. We live in God's Instagram. Chort is called to war. Man two enters. Hair tucked into head. Hello, my name is college football. I invented salmon. Grasp my gift. College hands Hannah a bouquet of investment banking. Thank you, but I do not eat. College rides a frisbee into Gym City. Man 3 lands plane. I am pilot named Billabong, Alabama. I love my mom. She is this plane. The plane confirms its motherhood by remaining still. It's brave for a man to have a mom. Man 4 is country boy. He is country of Germany. Ignore me, I am married. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. Hey guys, welcome back to Batch Beer and Buds, where three best buds get together each week, watch The Bachelor, and drink beer. I'm your host, Lene. I'm Adrian. And Liliana. What are we drinking today, guys? I'm drinking some Menage Red Blend from uh, the year 2018, so it's nice and aged, you know, fancy. Nice. A whole ass year. And then we made it unfancy by putting ice in it. I did not put ice in it. I did. (laughs) Just wanted to clarify. (laughs) Clear my name. may not be fancy, but it's classy. And you're drinking the wine out of a straw? (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking woodchuck hard cider sangria out of a straw with ice in it, so... It's actually impossible to make sangria not classy, so. Is that in the sangria bylaws? Yeah. 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 My mom told me that when she was making sangria. Written by the Spanish law. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with the Spanish laws. Or else My... they um, colonize you. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, Anyways. speaking of colonization, um, they go to Peru. And... <laughs> <laughs> Segway master. Um, you know the guy who invented the Segway died? Because he was riding on a segway oh, no. and fell off a cliff. Shut up. Yes. And I heard that, and I haven't looked it up and verified. So if I'm what lying to you, it? you know, I'm lying to you. If, if Adrian's lying, send us dead roses on Instagram. Yeah, Batch beer and buds. <laughs> send us dead what roses. Is, what is that saying? Um, you live long, or you become, you're the hero until you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, you're the guy like hero, you live long enough to become a villain. There you go. Batman Peter, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> Peter That's accurate. So, the girls are in Peru, continuing Peter's uh, journey to find himself and discover his Latin American man. Oh, Jesus. Um, he needs to have his Cuban card taken away. <laughs> oh. I just don't know what to say to that. That's funny. I'll drink to that. Um, Cheers. <laughs> girls are dressed very cute. I love Hannah Ann's blue jumpsuit. She looks great. 
I thought that was one of the cutest outfits. And then Kelly, I was looking so damn cool. I, I also I love Kelly's big jacket. It was yeah. very normal, but very cool style. And I hope she got to touch an alpaca. I just really wanted to um, interrupt this for a second. My cat's watching the Hulu screensaver bounce around the giant screen TV. <laughs> like it's a bug. <laughs> She's investigating. She's going to pounce on the TV. Aww. I, I played the the lights, you know, the laser pointer and cat yeah. light game with like just the, like reflecting the sun off my phone into the wall. <laughs> and, uh, they're they're and very she, interested she in was, that. Hazel is very yes. interested, even in just the reflection. Anywho, um, Kelly wants to touch an alpaca. Oh, oh yeah, he's Skyping his mom and then he like just has a big fancy Spanish introduction. Yeah. And then just like... immediately starts talking in English. It's, it's just... Just stop pretending. Just stop, like... Look, it's, it's fine for people, like, with Latin parents to not actually speak Spanish. You know, I get it. You're here in the United States. It's hard to, like, keep the language. Yes. But you don't have to pretend. Like, you don't have to pretend that you're, like, I don't know, ethnic. The Bachelor... It's kind of weird when you already voted off all the non-white girls. Seriously. Ooh, he fucking called you out, Peter Dam. But, I mean, it's, it's true. Like, he... Like, we get it. You're half Cuban, whatever. Like... Stop giving him opportunities to speak Spanish whenever we know that he doesn't really speak Spanish. Yeah, it's like the first democratic debate. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so he's all worried about, he's all worried about, like, uh, the girl that he's going to choose isn't going to actually be in love with him, which just kind of feels like uh, they just needed to fill some time on the episode, because I did not care about this kind of, like, oh, I'm so scared of whatever, and the girls, and that was just boring. Yeah. I mean, I did appreciate him coming to talk to the girls beforehand just because he's been trying so hard to get things straight that I guess it's just a lot easier to just cut that shit out of all of their dates separately to stay in one big go because he's he's had a lot of, you know, he has had a lot of girls just, like, throw drama at him for the sake of them wanting to, like, not look like shit on TV for themselves and not for him. And I I guess I appreciate him talking to all of them. Um, to get the air cleared, but also he does spend a lot of time just honestly worried in his head that they're all playing him. Yeah. yeah. He spends so much time of their personal time being anxious about how they're thinking about him and what they what they think about them two together and yada yada. And it's like, it's like <laughs> Peter has just as much as anxiety as McKenna, but hides it a lot more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, he's... That face he makes whenever he's just listening is literally his anxiety face where he looks like he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, yeah, bang face. <laughs> just like deer in headlights. <laughs> For real. It, it, and it's less like a, it's less like a deer in headlights. It's more like, it's more like, almost like a challenge. Maybe like possum. <laughs> it, look, it looks like he's trying to figure out a puzzle, kind of. For real. He's just like looking at it like, hmm. He, I feel like he has, just has so much faith in the progress, in the process. I was talking with my coworker today about this. Like, she has, he has so much faith in the process that, like, he's guiding it, like, completely. And he's like, oh, my God, if, if there's anything wrong with, the, with, like, what's going on right now, it's just that I'm not trusting the process enough and I need to, like, <laughs> fix through my doubt. He's, like, he's, he's dealing with the bachelor the thing, like, <laughs> as if it's, like, he's struggling with his faith, you know? It's like, oh oh, I'm losing God. my faith in this process. I need to come to terms with it and trust the bachelor gods and, and trust chris harrison trust chris, the almighty chris harrison um <laughs> bachelor and co-worker um 
we didn't say uh, we don't have our we didn't, we didn't do our weekly shout out. Oh the butt, yeah, the butt of the week. So um, you you had someone. Lily. Yeah. So um, our weekly butt of the week is going to be my client. Shout out to you, Courtney. You, Courtney. We were talking about um, Bachelor, and I confided in her that I had a podcast about this. Your coworker? No, my uh, client. I've told literally all my clients that I have a <laughs> podcast and I've forced them to follow us on Twitter. See, you're doing you're doing the good work. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I, I had my today I like told two of my coworkers for the first time that I was uh, Yeah, that I, I did not tell any of my coworkers anything. For Valentine's Day, I'm going to ask all my coworkers to show their love and support to me by following us on Twitter. Cute. <laughs> it's like if you do not care about me, don't follow me. And if you don't follow me, I'm going to throw myself off a cliff. So or quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I tell my customers if you don't follow, I'm going to not finish your haircut. And you're going to look like shit. <laughs> I think you might be putting too much on this pod. Um, I love our podcast. It's my <laughs> child. You don't love our menage a baby? I love our menage a I love it. <laughs> oh, hi, Michael. Oh, hi, Mike. <laughs> Silence. Silence. Cold my roommate shoulder. just just walked, just breezed through the room. But yeah, she... So I told her about it. Michael was that a ghost? A ghost. I couldn't commit to that. He's opening the fridge so quietly just to not disturb our podcast. I appreciate you so much. Anywho, she listened to all of the episodes within like a week, which is like awesome. So that's so nice. What? That's so nice. Some of my followers on Twitter did that. Well, yeah, that's why I confided in her because I knew that she would actually listen to it. She's definitely the butt of the week. Yeah, uh, butt of the week. Butt of the week. My friend, my Australian friend, listened to it in Australia. Oh, awesome! So now we have an Australian listen. Shout out to you. Yeah, Brendan. Yeah, that guy. (laughs) Shout out to you, Brendan, listening to Australia. Hey, Brendan, thanks for those two things you got me that one time. Love you. Bye. Yeah, so he's pretending to speak Spanish. Uh, they're complaining. Yeah, so he has to talk with all the girls about how he's having doubts in the process. And then he leaves. And then all the girls should just, just say exactly what he said in their own words as if the producers were like, what did Peter just say? Yeah, pretty and much. And she's like, well, what Peter just said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, and we just got to trust the process and all of this stuff. It was just like... It's like, oh, yeah, it's getting real now. This is serious. Oh, yeah. To be honest, by that time I was like one beer in, and I was not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and that was literally the first ten minutes. I spent a lot of time <laughs> on my phone on this episode. Yeah, despite that, I really did like the episode though. But it's probably because we're getting to the point where there's like less meaningless drama, because now they're all like all up in their heads, and yeah, now it's the like the one-on-ones are so boring. I like one-on-ones; they're cute. I mean, I like one-on-ones because I don't know. I just like the girly shit. Especially if it's with somebody I like or causes a lot of drama. But then, like, Kelsey wasn't doing anything but being normal, so I was like, what is this? I like the one-on-ones if I like the couple, and I think it's cute. But, like, all of these were just, like, they just make you out in beautiful places. I do. It's, like, fun to watch. The first one was Madison? Yep. Yeah. So, first date is Madison. Um, So, they're walking around Lima, Peru, and uh, they get some ceviche, as Peter calls it. (laughs) Ceviche, Peter. Damn, Pete. How are you going to act like you know Spanish and not yeah. just oh, say that? Well, we figured something out. On our last episode, we weren't sure where, when they pack their bags. If they pack their bags for group dates, or when they pack their bags for like two-on-one. So they pack their bags on any date where like if they don't get a rose, they're going to go home. 
So, so that's like uh, a one-on-one? One-on-one, two-on-one. Then three-on-one. Probably the three-on-one they probably packed, yeah. yeah. So that's, that was probably why it was such a big deal that McKenna packed her bag before the group date. Yeah, so that's good uh, <laughs> follow-up or whatever. Because we were confused about that. We were. Yeah, so after the eating the ceviche, they go fishing. <laughs> um, they ate ceviche in their lingerie. They, they catch a fish in the lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> they catch a fish. The fisherman's very excited that they caught a fish. And, he uh, did it. Oh, and um, didn't your roommate say that he was the bachelor of Peru from 62? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, was that him? I think so. Am I on the boat? I don't think he was talking about the fisherman. I think he was talking about somebody else. Somebody Some in the, Peru. Yeah. It was that man that was very confused at the fact that this guy was dating three women. Yes. And little did he know there was a fourth. <laughs> Little did he know there was like thirty of them when he first started out. Yeah, so this I don't I don't really have that much to say about this date. Like they go fishing, they talk. Uneventful. Um, Madison's wants to bring up her faith. Um, oh yeah, this was this part was pretty interesting, but I I also had a hard time paying attention. Yeah. Um. So during their night part of the date, Madison brings up that um. Well, okay. Before we talk about faith, let's talk about how Madison. Um wants uh, someone who reminds her of her dad. And those and th- those are her exact words. So, around the table, thumbs up or thumbs down. Adrian? Podcasting is an audio medium. I'm doing a thumbs up. <laughs> You're doing a thumbs down. I'm also, I'm also doing a yeah, thumbs I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm thumbs down on the whole wanting to date your dad thing. A thumbs up. Because I don't think it's what she said specifically. Yeah, your dad seemed nice. I mean, my dad's cool, but I wouldn't want to date him. I wouldn't want to... I mean, okay... Let's not be Donald Trump about this. Let's not. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to date someone like someone has similar things to my dad. My dad's a good man, but I like at the same time I know there's also things that I would learn from families like that I wouldn't want to be around. You know. Yeah. But like her man, her seems like she's really close to her family, and she it's touching that she sees a good family and husband role model in her father. Yeah. You know she can. I think the dad did a good job raising a daughter who knew what kind of man to look for. I mean, I kind of get that, cause, but, like, I don't know, I think my mom is, like, amazing, right? And, like, I I can not think of, like, a better, mo- like, way that she could be a mother. Mm-hmm. But I would never say that I want to date someone like my mother. Eh, I got you. I couldn't say that either, but I could see other people saying that, you know? Like, I wouldn't date someone like my mom if they were a man. I wouldn't date my someone like my dad. I wouldn't date someone... Maybe I did someone like my aunt. <laughs> there you go. My aunt's cool. How about your grandma? <laughs> <laughs> what, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she may be closer than you think. She may even be your grandma. <laughs> Gilf. Uh, we're um, all about gilfs on this show. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting talk. But, um, yeah, so she's obviously very close to her dad, who's also her coach. Yeah, I did. Uh, there's I something weird going on there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I may not have the best relationship with my dad, but I also feel like that's a little bit like, yeah, okay, so he's your dad, he's also your coach, and you also want to date somebody like him, like. I mean, also uh, then she knows that he's gonna get along with him. Paging <laughs> Doctor Freud, you know. Damn. Paging Doctor Freud. Anyways, next topic. <laughs> um, next topic is God. Um, so she wants to. Uh, Madison's faith is very important to her, so she wants to make sure that uh, Peter is. Uh, comfortable and like passionate about raising his family um, with like faith, um, you know so that's a good thing to talk about with uh, someone who you might propose with, I guess. Propose with. That's how you say that. Yes. It was um, surprising to me at first that Kelsey was mentioning how 
Did she say this? Did she say in so many words that she thought McKenna might end up being booted off because of her religion? I feel like that's the direction she was going with her words, but I couldn't tell. That Madison would get voted off because of her religion? Yeah. Um, um, Kelsey was saying, like, that Madison has some things to tell Peter, and the way she was talking about it made it seem as if, like, she thought that it was a point that might put a rift between them, like, her, her strong religion, um, her strong religious beliefs. And I mean, I did notice as it was. Was that the day where he like paused for like he ten seconds? He paused for like a long yeah. time when she talked. When he talked, it was like he was going through his head like all the lines that the producers had fed him in times when he didn't know what to say. And he's like, "Which one applies the best? I think I'm just gonna go with I love you." Yeah, it's like that scene from uh, Scott Pilgrim where he has the wheel. That's <laughs> exactly what it was. Um, he on her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he's like he pauses for like ten seconds. It's like a super long time, and yeah, he's like, "I girl. completely agree. Parents are important." We were laughing. He doesn't bring so up God for are, a while. Man. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm struggling with my religion, but I love you." So he's like, yeah, sometimes I struggle with my religion, but and I'm not proud of that, but it's important to me. Is that what he said? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I, don't I think know. I think honestly, even though that sounds a little wishy washy. I think he just was uncomfortable talking about that on TV. Like, maybe he is religious, but not in so many words. You know, there's, like, unorthodox Christians where they believe in God, but they don't necessarily follow religion. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you should be... You need to be open to talk about basically anything on this show. Like, in the next two episodes, he's going to ask, like, three girls to have sex with him on... based Not on live TV, but, like... Basically, all America knows what they did. Yeah. So, like, if you can't talk about your faith, then, um, I don't know. Kinda, I don't know. You suck a little. Probably isn't very religious then. I don't but I think I he would, is not very can't. religious, and he was just kind of, like, dodging the, situ- the question. I don't know. It's, like, fine to have doubts and, like, yeah. work through that. But, uh. But yeah. I'm glad that he didn't, he didn't think that it was something that he should, um, you know, write her off for. Especially when she opened up to him about it. Um, I always thought... I just assumed, like, you know, with all the intense... I would assume that the, the people, the contestants, go through, like, a lot of intense questions and this, this, that um, to wean down who was should be the best 30 to be on the show, to be um, compatible with The Bachelor or Bachelorette. So I assumed that religion was a part of the qualifications when they choose those people, you know, including body type, no STDs. What was the other one I, I talked about earlier that I was like, is that a qualification to be on here? I don't know. Uh, it was like a... I don't remember. It was really funny, though. Y'all laughed. Oh, well. Remember well, it'll come up <laughs> later in the... Yeah. <laughs> go through the episode. Yeah, so the way that Peter gets out of this kind of uncomfortable situation is that he says that he's falling in love with her. Yeah. I mean, it's a good cop-out because then she was like, it didn't go how I expected it to go, but I don't care because he said that, it so... It went better. Yeah. yeah. I was calling his confession to her the first semi-love you. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. Think, so, like, I was talking, I was explaining to your roommates you get it? about the rule. Semi-love you? Semi-I-love you, semi-love you. Because there's an I in yeah. semi-I, yeah. But it's also semi. Semi. Like Demi. <laughs> Demi, not Lovato. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> so there's three, three steps to saying I love you on the show. First you say that... I'm falling, like, that 
I could see myself falling in love with you. That's such a garbage. Then you say, I am falling in love with you. And then when you're prompting the question, you say, I, I love you. And uh, those are, there's three, there's three steps. It's a, and Peter really cares about Madison because he skipped the first one, I think. I don't know. He might have said it earlier, but it just felt like he just went straight to, I know I'm falling in love with I you. I feel like the first person who got the, I could see myself falling in love with you was like Kelsey. I can't remember. Or I think I kind of skip. I like brush those Victoria, off. Somebody. I don't think he said that to anybody, but I think that I see a um, lot. I could see myself being with you, being yeah. with you. But he doesn't, which is supposed to be the same thing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So she obviously gets a rose because um, he's falling in love with her. Um, next one on one is Natasha. First Natasha. First, first one on one for Natasha. I know. She's very mad. So um, late into the season. So late, yeah. Just yeah. not enough time to really connect with The Bachelor. Um, I love what she said when she, she was talking about girls that come back from the one-on-one. She's like, I hope that bitch doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah, they, they started getting really petty. They were just real like, yeah, petty. I really hope they don't come back. Her but, and Kelly were being real Yeah, I hope they get hit by a bus. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> like, like the honesty. <laughs> They're like, back it up, bitch. I'm here for the kill. Um... During their date, Natasha picked up a white and a brown alpaca and then said, this is us. <laughs> yeah, that was so cute. White boy. I mean... And then one of them had a baby. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you saw how Peter was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's like, look, this one comes with a baby. And he's like, oh, is that foreshadowing? <laughs> um, I, I, I am disappointed at the outcome of this day, honestly. Their date, yeah. I just feel like Natasha was such a breath of fresh air throughout the show that I wish she could have had more more time to get to know him rather than rather than him as um, Kelly put it, uh, rewarding drama. drama. Yeah, rewarding too much drama, not spending time with a down bitch like Natasha. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's official that I'm out of the snake draft guys yeah, the hunger game cannons boo go boom for you go your, boom for, for me i'm season. dead oh actually uh, no we gotta do it we're gonna do a draft for okay. who's gonna be the next batch who's gonna be the bachelorette okay we'll, um, we'll see about that maybe we'll, i think next episode let's wait till the third i mean like we'll till there's final three two. of them final. So, so that's next episode after let's the next till, episode i guess we can do for final four is it usually like top four right who now they pick bachelorette four. from uh usually yeah yeah but um I'm gonna let's do top four because then we'll see who like gets kicked off. So are we gonna do the the draft now? Let's do it tomorrow. I'm gonna do it next week. Okay, next week. So Sounds good. Then there'll be three people. I'm saying like whatever. Just let's do it next we'll, week. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll watch we'll watch next week and we'll see all their hometowns and everything so yeah. that we can get a better look at them yeah. and then we'll be like, so this is who we think we're gonna choose. That's what I was trying to get out without like understanding what I was trying to say. <laughs> I got you. That's why we're we got twin to telepathy. Twin telepathy. Oh, <laughs> soulmate. <laughs> I'm a soulmate. <laughs> so, so actually, you have two people left on your sk- on your snake draft. Yes. I I also want to do like like kind of like guess like once we get to the top three, who we all think is gonna win. Okay. Yeah. No matter what, I think that you're probably gonna win. The yeah. snake draft. We can do another thing that's like not the snake draft where we just say like, okay, who's going to win? Yeah. We need a list of our segments. <laughs> I have a list of our segments. Oh, wow. My notes. Way ahead of the game. Go, buddy. Yeah. Um, we haven't done any of the segments really that I've written down. <laughs> but, uh, we should do one where we just play tic-tac-toe. <laughs> um, 
So, Natasha goes home at the, at the end of his date. It gave me kind of like, it kind of gave me, um, I told you guys earlier, it gave me like Mike Johnson vibes, only because it was kind of like the, just the scene and the things she was saying and how she was acting towards him and how he was acting towards her just reminded me of that. And yeah. I, I think he also went home right before. Um, he did go home right before because she hometowns. was. Hometowns. Yeah, she was like, I can't like look at your mom and then see like that I'm not going to choose you pretty much. That's so sad. Um, I don't know. That's just, it, it was just kind of just reminded me of that scene. And I was like, I feel like this isn't happening right now. <laughs> so, you know, I miss Mike. <laughs> I miss him so much. <laughs> he should have been The Bachelor. Makes a nice I wonder what it would have been like. No bullshit. I feel like it would have been really boring. I don't know. Well, I guess this season. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, Peter, I already knew Peter was gonna be a little bit boring. Hot but take. I think this show's boring. Hot <laughs> take. I like I like this show and I like Peter, but I think he's definitely like all in over his fucking head. And he's trying to like, he's trying to trust the system and also beat the system at the same time. He's trying to keep everything in line and, and check out all his options at the same time. He's not really paying attention to you know the golden girls he has in front of him. Yeah. I do feel like... Shut up. Betty White. <laughs> I do feel like um, if he had opened up to like Natasha sooner, um, she would have brought a side out of him that he isn't used to or familiar with. Yeah, he did. More fun side. He's a lot more... How the girls that he ends up having a good, you know, easy, fun time with on dates... He fucking boots them off. Yeah. I'm like, dude, do you want to be happy or do you just want to keep, like, rewarding drama? Kelly's so fucking right. I am just done with Peter. Yeah, but <laughs> Kelly's also kind of right that, uh, like, all the people on the show are a little bit immature. Yeah. For real. She's not wrong. Very true. I'm like, you don't even belong here, Kelly. <laughs> it's like, Kelly, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Um, Peter does say that he waited too long to give Natasha a chance. Which I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no shit. It's literally, like, <laughs> because he gave Victoria F a second date, and, and every time he goes on a date with Victoria F, it always ends in her fucking crying, yeah, and getting all up in her head, thinking that he's, I don't know whether he thinks she's too good, he's too good for her, or she thinks she's just like not good enough for anyone. She's like, oh, I'm annoying. Like, like I mean, this time around, I kind of get her side. Like, I was, I think that it's fine to be mad at Peter. We're kind of. I guess ourselves. we can get to that later. Um, after Natasha goes home, there's a really dramatic orchestra, like piano, like three cellos, violins, like it's it's huge, and he's just like standing over a balcony overlooking the orchestra, like he's the pope. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little extra. Um, another one on one. After this is uh, Kelsey. Um, so they go four wheel driving in the Peruvian mountains. Unlike the guy on the um, Segway. Yeah, yeah. He does. They do not fall off. The they mountains. don't die. Yeah. Um, they don't they fall just, off a uh, cliff and out. die. Yeah, they just make out on the mountains. They make out at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> pretty that's a pretty much. good ankle. Yeah. That's ankle? a pretty good ankle. That's a pretty good, good ankle to make out I with. I like that ankle. That's nice good. ankles. That's what I'm telling, saying about all the girls on the show. They have great ankles. Yeah, I mean, you know, nowadays, since people could show their ankles off and everything, <laughs> got people going wild. Yeah, what ankles about are that? crazy. Yes. What about that scene with the, the flip-flops on the bed? Uh, yes. Yeah, Sandals on the bed? See, I wasn't sure about bringing this up. Here we go, here we go. Okay. Segway. Read your notes. So there was a scene where all the girls... So a lot of this this episode was just boring one-on-one, so then it showed a lot of like the girls at the hotel room talking shit about whoever was on the on the one-on-one. That was, that was a lot of this episode. Yeah, pretty and much. During one of these scenes, Hannah Ann and Kelsey 
are wearing like like those fuzzy sandals kind of yeah. things. They're like sliders, but with fur on. Yeah, those furry sliders. Ugh sliders. They're the most comfortable thing in the world, but do not wear them in cold weather, and you can't wear them in hot weather. So Why? It's too cold for cold weather, and your feet get too hot in the hot weather. Are they stick to them? So it's just like, like, when do you wear them? Are they good for wearing on the bed? No. See, because they were were both wearing them on the bed when they were having their talk, and it just made me... It made me wonder, like, why are they wearing the sandals on the bed? And why... Can you read your notes to why you were wondering? So, I'm thinking that they might be trying to protect their feet from the internet. Yes. The oh, my God. is gross. And the yes. internet has, you know, like, I bet there's a lot of, like, weird bachelor, uh, I don't know, pages on WikiFeet, you know? <laughs> yeah, WikiFeet. Most likely. Um, and I think even despite the fact that there's not a huge male viewership of the show... The, the, the weirdos get in. Yeah. I mean, it's a good place to watch attractive women. <laughs> in their, like, bathing suits and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, so thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Well, <laughs> I didn't do I, it, these but thoughts I had, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Why don't you like Kelsey? Me? Oh, all her drama. I don't, I don't yeah, she's, she cries too much for me, and it's just, like, when she's not drunk... She's boring, and whenever she is drunk, she's a crybaby, so... I know Kelsey can have her, like, train wreck moments. I don't think Peter... And I don't, I don't think Peter... He may not be able to handle how emotional she is all the time, especially when they're engaged, but I think at least she's honest with herself, even if it comes after two days of crying. She definitely grew on me a lot more yeah, in the last recently. few episodes. Like, I still don't like her, but like I think she's a good person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, if I could compare it to, like, the two crybabies on the show, we got Kelsey and we got... Victoria. Um, Victoria. Victoria F. Victoria F. Is just gets in her head and starts crying over just stuff about her. It, it, she can't even describe what's wrong with her, why she's crying, why she's upset. At least Kelsey can do that. Victoria F. just just, like... She just has anxiety attacks. And she likes to... I was annoyed with her because she likes to talk shit about the other girls not being right for him, you know, when they're in the hotel room, but can't get it together enough to show Peter how much she cares about him. Like, show him, not tell him. Like, I feel like when they're together, she's just too cool. And that's yeah. because she's, like, full of anxious panic inside of her. Yeah, she tries to act like she's, like, unbothered yeah. and stuff like that. But and it comes out at the end through her eyes and through her nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you realize that she's actually, like, shitting herself on the inside. For real. And Peter's like, I have doubt. And she's like, I knew it. I'm annoying. That's yeah. what I, that's my hot take. <laughs> but I do like, I, Kelsey grew on me after a while. And I really feel like they have... She was kind of a dark horse at first. They have a really strong relationship. Yeah, she's just very emotionally open, um, and I think that's good. I'm not uh, sure Peter could handle. She is it, like though. I don't know, like she, if if both her and Victoria are crybabies, um, Kelsey's got a couple years on Victoria, so like maybe like they're both crying the same amount, but Kelsey like knows how to like she know she learns from her cry lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what she's learned in the couple oh, years she has on Victoria. She's like, oh, <laughs> this is what this cry meant. I'm a big fucking cry baby. I like, I like, I like sit on, sit on a text for two days before I tell them, you made me angry. <laughs> and they'll be like, why? And I'll be like, cause you made me feel like bad. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm also a cry baby, but I feel like I 
address the situation like right then and there and i'm just like like i just like pop off like really easily yeah but you're in a relationship i'm like dating people like it's hard i have to to, like approach it with caution you made me upset and this is why it took me a while to figure out i'm not upset anymore but this is why i was upset and i just start (laughs) cussing like (laughs) (laughs) and your boyfriend just takes it but it's fine (laughs) you know that's that's true love yeah true love is what brings us together today Mowage. <laughs> Mowage. Where are we That's the only part of that quote I know. <laughs> That's all you know. It's in the book, actually. Oh, really? If you open up The Princess Bride, it's written in, like, Ubu language. Ooh. <laughs> I read an Ubu version what of you, the... What are you calling that language? Ubu. Ubu? It's U-W... It's like baby language? U-W-U. Like, oh, okay, it's kind of like... Um, say, like I mean, that's a speech impediment, isn't it? No, it's... I mean, yeah, but it's also kind of like... Like how those, like, cringy girls Like the TikTok. anime girls. Yeah. Oh. Ubu, because, like, your, it's your eyes or are you, your like W the, mouth. The mouth yeah. yeah. Okay, ubu means happy anime face. And so there's, like, an Ubu um, Russian manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Please. I mean, not, it might not be Russian. Let me find it. It is so funny. Oh, the Ubu Manifesto, originally written by Karl Marx, translated to Ubu. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, do the communists stand to the proletarians as a whole? You know, when I was in high school, I read the Communist Manifesto. That you did. It's pretty badass. No, I mean, yeah, but. Is I this was... a womp womp? I was mad <laughs> because it just it didn't say anything about women in it, and I was like, hmm. yeah, it'd be like that. I need to I need to rethink rethink my political standings. Anyways, I'm <laughs> sure there's a lot of feminist Marxists out there. Like, Nowadays, <laughs> the Poetalians. Anywho, um, so Kelly's uh, talking about. Uh, oh, sorry, not Kelly. Kelsey is also a pageant girl. She uh, won Miss Iowa. Yeah. So that makes, we have Miss Louisiana, Miss Texas. And Miss Iowa. And Miss Iowa. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's like, I mean, there's a lot of states. That's but three like, out of 50. It kind of annoys me, the lack and variety of the, of the Bachelor contestants and their jobs or things that they're all, you know, a part of. Compared to, like, the Bachelorette contestants. Like, yeah, I think the Bachelorette contestants are more varied, both, yeah. like, in looks and in age. Yeah. Age and, and in jobs and yeah. just pasts and things that even brought them to the show. Like, yeah. But, you know, you... A lot of the people that get uh, on the show are also um, sc- scouted. Yeah. So, they're just looking for a pretty face, hot bod, nice Instagram. So I guess they just like stand outside of the pageant building and they're like, Handing hey, do you want to be on Bachelorette? I don't have an Instagram. I'm never going to be on The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> you have an Instagram. You just don't use it. I don't have an Instagram. Uh, did you delete it from when you were so. 14? Yeah. But I, I'm thinking about starting a new one. I got a Twitter. It's fine. I do have a Twitter. But I don't post anything. When <laughs> That's I do, okay. I should regret it. <laughs> and your picture's a horse. My picture is a pony, yes. <laughs> If uh, if you see a, a horse liking a batch beer buds, uh, Twitter post, it's uh it's me. Oh my god! Did you guys see that thing I I retweeted the man who asked me yes, to prom? No, I did. Okay, I'm gonna shout him out. <laughs> um, I did, I, see, I did see that thread that uh, you retweeted that like basically agrees with everything that we're saying. I know that was really accurate. Um, 
Because this guy, he was like... Double Bud. His name is or Sam Strage. content, uh, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yes. At Sam Strage 1. I'm sorry to see things didn't work at, at McKenna Jean. I'm sorry to see, see things didn't work out with Peter, but I think that it's his loss. However, my prom is April 3rd, and I still need a date, and I'm thinking we'd make a pretty good picture together. BTW, I'm a student pilot. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, give this man a date! That's like McKenna's <laughs> level of uh, maturity, so. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah. Isn't she 22? 23, 22? She's 22. Yeah, and he's like 18, so you might as well just Oof. be with him. That's a <laughs> big that's fucking oof right there. That, that's closer than her and uh, Peter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're definitely closer in probably maturity. But anyway. also, 18 years old, I cannot see myself ever talking to an 18-year-old person, and I'm 22 years old. I mean, also, like, women just mature faster than men. Uh, I don't know if that's a public opinion or a public fact, but... Mm-hmm. I feels like a fucking fact. My brother is 18 years old. I kind of feel that. No, he's not. You're br- okay. Well, your brother may be 18 in body, but like 12 in spirit. That's true. <laughs> More like 14, because like 12 is your still innocent. 14 is when you start getting dumb. You're a little shit. He's fucking 14. Okay, so. Although brothers do start with a B. Yeah. Let's get back on the show. <laughs> I know. I don't know. We, just, we took a little long segue there. But that was a little more segues. You know, we went a little roundabout. It's, it's getting to that point in the season where it doesn't matter. I feel like we're, we're still talking about Batch. Yeah. During like half of the episode, we were messing with our mascot, the dog, Peter. Yeah. And we were trying, uh, or you guys were trying to do the standing up the broom thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was all during Kelly's date. Kelsey's was, date, I, though. Because we were just like, whatever. Kelsey's going to get the rose. Who cares? To be fair, I've called you out. I'm going to call myself out. And I was just like refreshing Twitter and Facebook because I had already finished everything on my timelines on both. And then I just went back and forth. <laughs> what was the spoiler you got from your friend? Oh, um, I saw who was going to go home from the three-on-one. She oh, texted me that. It was Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the three-on-one, that's what happened next on the show. So, uh, oh yeah, Kelly gets a rose. Um, I guess we didn't talk about Kelly's after date, but whatever. She gets a rose. She talks about, um... Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. Um, That's why we were fucking around for so long, because we knew Kelsey was going to get a rose. Yeah, Kelsey gets a rose, um, talks about her dad and how they have a pretty difficult relationship, so Peter might not meet him on the one-on-one. I don't know. I got on the hometown, so I guess we'll see next week. Her tragic past is what draws him in. Yeah, I mean it had it. Yeah, basically she didn't talk to her dad for like ten years, and then the dad reached out after she won Miss Iowa, and then uh, they were kind of like texting and not, you know, like a little bit in contact, a little bit not in contact. So I don't know. She gets a rose. They have a decent talk about it. I guess I wasn't paying attention. I love what you guys told me. Tammy tweeted about Iowa. Oh yeah, Tammy. Tammy tweeted. She was like. Oh, yeah, I know where Canada is, but I still don't know where Iowa is. Shit. And then she was like, JK, it's still all love, though. And I was like, okay, you know Tammy. it's not JK, but... <laughs> it's not real JK. JK, but not JK. JK, but not JK is the 2020 version of Sorry, Not Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we went on to the triple date. Um, Menage Pra. Oh, jeez. You right, though. I was, I had no, I didn't think, I don't even think Kelly even wants to be with Peter, really. 
Like, she just wants to make a fuss while she's there just for the screen time so she can get on Paradise. She was, and hopefully Mike Johnson will be there. She doesn't want to jump through hoops in order to be with a man who's, like, wishy-washy. Yeah. Dumb. yeah. <laughs> so I, I was somewhere between thinking that she actually really wanted to be with him or she just was just kind of, you know... Just doing it for the camera. But she has too on. much self-respect. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Was, she was giving me major um, baloney guy vibes. What is his fucking bologna name? Guy? Yeah, the guy who was putting baloney on his face. Yeah. During um, the bachelorette, he was like, "I'm going. I'm, you're going home, Luke P. It's not me." And Luke P. looks at him with this like coked out stare. <laughs> He's like on his knees, staring at him like with his big old eyes. And then and then whatever his name is, Garrett. I think Garrett's right. Is it Garrett? Yeah. I remember I was talking with a G. He cuts baloney and puts it on his face. And, you know. He Classic was just, moment. And didn't even get into Batch in Paradise, so. Yeah. This, didn't try uh, hard enough, Garrett. That's actually one of my uh, segment ideas is, like, today in Bachelor history. <laughs> go back to Oh, my God. Let's do that. Yes. That's so, so that's, a, that's uh, our, our soft release of today in bachelor history <laughs> she's telling a story about garrett and his salami eyes but it wasn't today but it felt like it was it had big garrett vibes big garrett vibes it was like in the similar uh, a similar, similar point episodes, in the season yeah. a similar point in the season um so first up on the three-on-one uh he and hannah start talking i didn't even pay attention because i was like she's gonna get a rose um the moment that hannah ann walks away with peter kelly just lays down on <laughs> the couch like she's at her therapy session and just chilling so it's nonchalant great. she needed like a glass of wine in her hand like a malibu pineapple yeah, I, was, I said that yeah. exact same thing she needed a glass of wine in her she hand. like yells mm-hmm. after peter i'll see you later bye. bye and victoria f is in the corner having a fucking meltdown <laughs> <laughs> so hannah ann's like i got your note last time i'm gonna be emotional on this talk and then she's emotional on this talk she's talking about how it's difficult to be on the show and um Everyone knows. This is when she takes out a list of reasons why she's falling for him. Wow. And it's, um, it looks like the, the notes I wrote to my girlfriend in seventh grade. Uh. <laughs> the, 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 the eye was dotted with a heart and it was on pink paper. And it's just like numerated like, yes. because you make time for me, <laughs> because you're unique. I love what my roommate said while we were watching it. You, you said, oh, there's a heart on the eye, on the paper. And he's like, and my roommate goes, yeah, because she knew this would be on national television. As if, as if, duh, she doesn't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, Pete thinks that the note is really sweet. Or even if he, I mean, it is sweet. It, it's like, no matter what you think about it, it's like, it's cheesy. She, said, she introduced it as being cheesy. I thought it was really sweet, the note that she made. I what thought it was think? cute. I mean, yeah, it was... Just because it's cheese doesn't mean it's not yeah. heartwarming, tender. I, I like some cheese. You know? I like you know, some cheese cliche, with my wine. Cliche mm-hmm. is always good. Like, you know... It's cliche for a reason, you know? Yeah. Shit works. You know, um, you send, you give your boyfriend a love letter. Take them on... Take your girlfriend on a date through the mountains. Um, Long romantic walks on the beach. <laughs> I'm trying to apply some... Never mind. I drank three beers. That's what the three B's in the batch beer. I don't know what I'm talking yes. about anymore. Three beers. I was um, trying to I was trying to make fun of Peter, but I forgot what the point of the joke was. Take a take your girl out on a flight in your private plane. Invite somebody on a date and then not let them stay past the date. 
invite somebody on your date with your family. What's happening? I'm, I'm so, I don't know. I'm so lost, too. Let's get back to the date. Anyways. He gives he gives her the note. It's super yeah, cute. It's, it's cheesy. Cute. Um, back at back with Victoria and Kelly. Uh, Victoria is almost done with her wine. Kelly is taking a nap. <laughs> um, and then uh, he and Kelly talk. Um, and Kelly says, every time I'm with you, I have fun and I want to bring you home to my family. It's easy to be around you. Like, super fun. She says fun like three or four times. Fun, 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 fun! Yeah, it's like a Beach Boys song. Um, that was more like quoting that little kid. He's like, and I like to have fun, 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 The fun. Kanzu kid? Yeah, the Kanzu kid. Hey there, guys. Hey, friends. And I like to kazoo. <laughs> so she says fun a million times. She says okay. fun a million times. And then, but she also says that she doesn't want to jump through hoops just to be in a relationship. She just wants to have a good time. Seems like she's making hoops for herself. It honestly. sounds like he, she has like expectations. This is like a real relationship, not like a reality <laughs> TV show where you have to jump through hoops in order to win the contestant, which that is a prize. Um, but uh, I like her. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like her point of view. Like I agree with her, and but it's not what the show's looking for. Yeah, no. I did feel like she was blaming him for messing up their time together. Um, when I feel like the blame is a little divided. Like, yes, he does spend too much time trying to make sure that everyone's on the same page as him or whatever. I did, I did air quotes. Same page as him because he says that a lot. I want to make sure... My, my biggest fear is that they're not going to... They're not lying to me or whatever. That they, they are lying to me. But she's blaming him for messing up their time together when she always ends up pushing him away whenever they have quality time. Or crying at the end of their dates because she's up in her head about her self-esteem. Oh, wait, no. Talking about Kelly. I thought we were talking about Victoria. Oh, no, no. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, y'all. <laughs> I'm <Kelly>. so lost. <laughs> That's why you Man, I was like, wait, piece. Kelly starts crying? Wait, like, I thought we were still talking about Madison. <laughs> We're no, so drunk. We're so past after Madison. No, I am not that drunk. <laughs> well, I am I'm, keeping this show together. Me and Lily are so washed right now. Oh, man, we're screaming. This is not good. Screaming is bad. I'm sloshed, It's dude. okay because you know how to do the levels now. I haven't been this drunk since the first episode. Well, the first episode clean, was really clean. good. Give oh, me my. some more wine. Oh, my. Oh, my. Wait, no, I have to go. To, I have to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to... No more. <laughs> Okay, wait, we're talking about Kelly? I went to Victoria F, man. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about Kelly talking with... Uh, I was confused, because I was like, I remember Victoria <laughs> F and Kelly saying the same thing about the hoop. So now, okay, cool. Oh, did Victoria F also say that about jumping through No, hoops? that's why I was confused. I thought oh. that she was saying she did say that. Oh, I didn't no. remember her no. saying that. All I remembered was her blaming Peter for their messing up their time together. She well, doesn't see her fucking I, worth, bro. I guess let's talk about Victoria now. She we has, got a little excited about it. I just, like, I love talking about Victoria because I love her, but she makes me so sad. Like, I'm like, can you please just, like, please just look in the mirror and listen to some Lizzo? Oh, my God, you're so fucking beautiful. Seriously? Like, like she looks I like think, goddamn Ariana Grande, and she's acting like she's not good enough for him? I think Legit, she just puts on fucking, like, mascara and lipstick, and she looks amazing. Like, the, she has the worst self-esteem for someone who looks so cool all the time. Like, what is boiling under that perfect complexion? That's, I just, I want to give her a hug and tell her that she's worthy, but she won't understand it until she knows it herself. 
Victoria. She needs to go to a Lizzo concert. I was gonna say that McKenna also needs to listen to Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah, she. I mean, I mean, I think that she just is, is is already out on her way there. Anyway, she's like, I am so worth it, and I'm a strong woman. I'm she's powerful. Got, she got the words, but yeah. The, but does but she, she believe the it? booty. But does she believe the words? She doesn't that she's believe coming the words. Yeah. Anywho. She's gone. She's long gone. Lizzo taught me how to twerk. So this is how Pete starts off the interaction with Victoria. He's like, so we had a hard time on our last date. What do you make of that? <laughs> like, what a what an what an opener, you know? Right? He's like not even he's like, let's cut the fat, like let's get straight into the shit. He fucks me up. Yeah, so like so she's like, I feel she gets kind of annoyed by that. And, <laughs> For real. and she says, When we're together, you're like always in a mood. Okay, I didn't hear him say that first, so I was like, I thought that really the whole interaction between them at first was her just being anxious, but I didn't hear him say that. Like, really? He, he just fucking jumped into that instead of just spending time with her? That's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's like, you you should be trying to, like, have a good time. Like, yeah. You're not only trying to have the serious talks. If yeah. He's always trying to have the serious talks and he always is. trying to, like, interview them, but he's, like, not giving himself any time to have fun with yeah, them. It's just interrogating the women. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't um, feel like even after he gets engaged, they're going to stay together very long. Oh, no, definitely yeah. they're not. And then, um, so after she says that he's always in a mood, Peter has two really annoying lines. A, I'm sorry you feel that way. Ugh. And B, I feel like you're attacking me. Oh, that's gaslighting, like, like... Oh, my God, like, <sighs> Peter... You're, like, shut, shut up. I've turned on you, Peter. I no longer like you anymore. I'm it's, sorry. It's ridiculous. I don't I know. Think, it's like, yeah, Peter just, is just, he's just so fucking lost. He thinks he's on the right track, but he's fucking lost. Yeah, and then so Peter's like, uh, yeah, but you're, you've given me reasons to doubt. And the way that they talk about doubt is so weird. It literally feels like a religious thing. Like, when they talk about doubt in the process. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm having doubt in our relationship. Like, doubt feels like it's such a heavy occult, thing. It's though. Like, <laughs> once you enter the Bachelor Nation, you don't date anybody, like, outside of it. Do you accept this rose? Yeah. Do you accept this rose? Seriously. What are they putting in that champagne, man? <laughs> Drink the champagne. Yeah. That's why Kelsey was so mad about the champagne bottle. It's exactly. They... It wasn't the one that they spiked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, actually so funny. <laughs> so that's the the three talk with the three talks with the women. I feel like the only one that kind of goes well is uh, Hannah Ann's, um, because yeah, that one was cute, I guess. I thought Kelsey Kelly's was going well, but you yeah. know she was. I could see him. I could see him like feeling so much passion for these other girls. But I honestly, I I totally called it like at the beginning. I'm like, he's gonna give the roses to the girls and start crying in front of him because. He just feels bad, or he feels like, oh, because they're crying, that means that they must love me a lot, right? Yeah. Kelly's, like, super confident at this point. Yeah. She's like, look at me, I'm an attorney. What are the other girls? Kelly. Sonic models? <laughs> Kelly was, like, too cool for school. She was like, she's a hot mess, and she's too young, and da-da-da-da-da, and felt all scripted. of this stuff. And it was just like, ugh, Kelly, we loved you, but okay. You know what I need in my life? I need a Charlie's Angels remake with Kelly, Tammy, and McKenna. <laughs> didn't we just have one of those? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. I didn't watch it, but I want to watch it eventually. Yeah. So, um, bef- 
he calls he gets the three girls together and he grabs a rose and then he tells Victoria like like that he needs to talk with her so they like they like oh that was so awkward she's like it was so anxious she's like I don't want to go because he does this like super long speech about how important how like how much like she means to her and whatever big fucking fake out I was so mad at him I'm like can you please just get to the point and stop messing with their fucking emotions yeah he did like he did like a multiple fakes out yeah because then he made the same long speech to both Anna and and also Kelly he's like you guys you guys mean so much to me like ever since the beginning he like individual speeches for each of them and then he just sent one of them home does this always happen because I feel like I mean, At this point, I would like to think that Peter's not a vindictive, malicious person, but you're just like, if it's his, if he's the reason why these, if it's his choice to deliver these speeches to these women in this way, then that just makes him look like a piece of shit. But if it's like the producer's telling him, you gotta talk to them like this, this way, for the TV, for the drama, I mean, that makes sense. But it just makes him look like so bad light. Such it, a bad it's light. Bad. Even if, like, the producer's telling him, he's, like, really... He really commits to that, you know? He You're does. Like, like mm-hmm. big old fake out. Like, Madison legit broke the fuck down. Yeah. And she got the rose. Hannah Ann. Damn it. Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann broke down. It's I actually so thought, surprising what? to me that I keep these girls' names straight. Well, uh, when I saw the preview of that scene, oh, yeah, where she, yeah. I thought it was Madison. Yeah, so I kind of looked at her. But I still get Hannah Ann and Madison mixed up because they have similar features. Because they're gonna win and they're on my draft. I know he's gonna be like he's gonna be like Hannah Ann, and she's like um I'm, I'm Madison. He's like oh shit. Uh, my bad. Okay, take this rose. Actually, <laughs> take this ring. That's for the other girl. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just I she's like legit broke down and she got the rose. She's like this was so difficult. Like I could see like the pressure building up with her and she just started fucking sobbing. Like she said she's never been in love before, but I like. I can't tell if she's in love or if she's just like that air of competition is just kind of fucking with her emotions. I think it's more the second one because you can't fall in love in that environment, really. You can fall in infatuation and jealousy and, you know, mine, mine, give me grabby hands mode, but mm-hmm. it's not really love. Yeah, it's not until fantasy suites. Yeah, until you get that dick four times. JK, not JK. <laughs> not JK. Not JK. <laughs> not JK about my JK. And yeah, sure, okay. when they have the all of the condoms in the case, whatever. Yeah, I mean Pete. Uh, Pete's known for his condoms. Yeah, it's funny that whenever he opened up the like the chest with all the sex stuff at in the women, he was like, "Oh, let's just put that away." I'm like, "Don't lie, that fucking that lit you up inside, man." <laughs> <laughs> you saw that stuff and you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna use that one and that and that." <laughs> He was just trying to be a good boy. Not with you know, Madison, the quiet ones. The quiet ones are the kinkiest ones. Not with Madison, no. no. You know, found out during the credits that Madison is saving herself for marriage. At first, that was a shock to me, but I remember seeing a tweet saying, Oh, wow, a virgin storyline. Didn't see that one coming, Bachelor Nation. <laughs> There's a lot of virgin storylines. That's kind of They've had virgin bachelors and bachelorettes. That's kind of surprising, honestly, to me. I didn't know anybody was a virgin uh, over the age of 24. Oh, he had Luke P. He Luke was, a, he was, he was not, not a virgin. Hey, he was born again. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was a born-again virgin like Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> so, yeah. what are they, so what is she going to do? She's, they're just going to like cuddle during their fantasy, fantasy I think that's way time. cuter, honestly. 
I would like, and I mean, in that position, I would probably do the, like the makeup, but not like the sex, because it's like I don't really feel like know how I feel about your dick being in my vagina when it was in somebody else's vagina I six would days just, ago. Yeah, I would just rather ago. be like the first, the first person. Yeah, the, from the first, maybe. You Actually, know, first is know. best. I don't know about that. That's a hard question. Do you want to be first or do you want to be last? Or in the really? middle. I don't want to be in the middle. No. I'd be like, so how was it the other night with Hannah? And he'd be like, oh. you're the sex, you're the sex sandwich if you're you in the middle. You don't know where, 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 when you are. Yeah. Like, when you're doing it. But it might give you an advantage just because you can take that if you like if you don't use that time to actually you know do it with them, maybe you can use that time to like that time whenever the cameras are off you and you're just sleeping. Hopefully they actually get to sleep in the same bed. It's like like are you done in there? Okay, go to your room now. <laughs> it's like a medieval marriage. <laughs> For real, they separate the beds. They check the the, the, the blankets. Oh God. Um. That's why, why, how, how come I cringe at that, but not me saying dick in vagina? <laughs> but, like, is it, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they can use that time off camera to, like, really get to know each other. And maybe being in the middle is, has a, it's an advantage in, it, in that you already know what this, the process this person has just gone through. Maybe you can kind of get in their head for the next person. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know. What's going on with that other person? Like, I'm, you know, I heard something about them, you know. The show is weird. <laughs> the show is weird. That pillow talk. That... Yeah, seriously. I don't think I don't think Peter did much talking with Hannah. <laughs> no, he just did a lot of other things in the the windmill. The, windmill. the fucking windmill. And he's got all that pressure lined up for him too for fantasy suites. They're like four times, huh, buddy? He's gonna Make be it like six. Don Quixote. Like at the end of before, <laughs> then, then uh, the, he's, he just keeps windmills everywhere. You can't see the girl straight. Yes. <laughs> what um? Who was the one that dressed as a windmill on the first night? I don't know, but I bet she's gone. I bet she is gone. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Um. It might have been. It might have. No, it wasn't Natasha. Was it Natasha? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um. So I guess we should get to. Well, Kelly the next goes rest. home. Kelly goes home. She was so she was so confident about staying. Yeah, I was only I was only half surprised that Kelly went home. I felt that they could have gone further, but definitely not in the bachelor environment. Yeah, if they had met like she's like they said, you know, in on on the job, you know, in the airport and got to know each other, and I think something really genuine could come out of that. But in real life dating, like yeah, he just he was just so caught up in the drama and the passion that he really wasn't really. I don't think he's really thinking about like people he has real connections with, but yeah. Um, I just uh, I think he's just not thinking very well. But nope. At the same time, Kelly seemed a little reserved and checked off. He's making poor decisions. Yeah. That's okay. But you know, it's his decision, so. Kelly says that the four who are left are like little babies. <laughs> little babies. I little mean, babies. how old is Kelly? Do we know off the top of our heads? Uh, Kelly? Yeah. Late 20s. Is she the same age as him or less or more? Watch her be like 23. And she just got a big old good hand on her shoulder. I want to find this shirt. I saw an article the other day that was like, um, they were talking about how somebody said a, somebody tweeted, I, don't, I think Kelly really hates Peter and that Kelly liked the tweet and people were like what does this mean oh my god I don't think he hates 
don't think she hates him, but I think she's pretty annoyed with him, considering. But she wasn't crying or upset in the, in the thing. She was just kind of talking herself through it. She's 27. Okay. She's an adult. She's an adult. She knows, she knows what she's doing. Peter's 28? According to her bio, she's a modern woman who doesn't need a man to take care of her. Damn she girl. has incredibly yes, high standards girl. and is looking for a man to push her sto- forward instead of holding her back. Yes, girl. All right, go. Go Kelly Flanagan. I love that bitch. Anywho, so she's she's gone. Yeah, you could do better. Um, my favorite thing she said was, I don't need him wasting my time. Thank you for not coming to meet my family. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, seriously, though. And uh, so now, then there was four. Now there's four. And then there were four. And there was four. Um, the last thing I have written in my notes is Peter just insists on speaking Spanish. I don't remember, really remember what that was referencing. Probably just him. Oh, he was um, talking to that the guy that we were talking. Oh, yeah. And then he was like trying to speak Spanish to him. And then he was like, and then the guy was replying in English. And then yeah. he was like speaking Spanish. It was just yeah. like a Just weird... like last episode. Yeah. Like he's talking to somebody. The other person just like starts talking to them in English because he realizes that Peter can't speak Spanish. Yeah. Peter just insists on talking Spanish. <laughs> he tried uh, so hard. <laughs> when you try your best, but you don't succeed. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we should be nicer with him. Maybe he's like, you know, it's it's hard to learn a language unless you're fully immersed. Maybe yeah. he's just trying to get the most out of these trips. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Fully immersed. They're totally being hard on him. He's but trying. He's. he's He's a bachelor. He's asking to be hit hard. <laughs> you know, he bought he bought his subscription to Duolingo. He has Duolingo. Like... Rosetta Stone. <laughs> so what did we learn today, guys? I learned about wiki feet. <laughs> I'm glad I got to teach you that, what Lene. <laughs> what did you learn today? I learned um, that I don't like Peter anymore. <laughs> oh man. I learned. Buttigieg is very close to beating Sanders in New Hampshire. <laughs> that is not about The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't think I learned a lot from this show, to be honest. Well, think of it. Think All of right. something. Should we say goodbye? No, I'm going to go get the dog. Okay. <laughs> I need Peter for a second. I'm coming in. Give me Peter. It's time for your baby. How about the mares? <laughs> Hey okay, everybody, oh it's time to meet the Bachelor Batch Beer Buds mascot. His name's Peter, Peter and he's a little white fluffy baby dog. We should post the. We should post the. Okay, this is dog. what happens when you wiggle his ears. <laughs> he's not doing it. He doesn't understand. Just so you know, he's right next to the mic. He's Yo, literally Pete. You got anything to say to our fans? Out Maybe there if I go outside and like knock on the door. No, it'll be too loud. <laughs> this is the worst segment we've ever had. <laughs> oh, he didn't. I mean, that's what we try to get for a dog in the shop. <laughs> so, contrary to the sounds, we didn't just summon a demon. too hard <laughs> I think that bachelor is just like that too I think if you rub him too hard he just starts growling yes. that's why he's always in a mood Victoria's just rubbing him a little too hard yeah. just going, oh, so oh, whenever oh. you like pet him too hard and start playing with Peter the dog too hard he'll make this noise <laughs> he sounds like a gremlin he sounds like a jawa yeah alright well I think that's it for this episode alright on that note tune in next week where we're gonna dress Peter the dog up like a pilot 
Tune in, tune in next week where Peter's gonna, where Peter the dog's gonna ram his face into a bottle of glass. <laughs> tune in next week we're gonna exercise my roommate's dog. Aww, good boy. Bye. Bye. See you later, guys. How theatrical do you want me to go? Cats. Okay. <laughs>